Of all the sounds you'll hear this summer, This might be your new favorite. They're blending up the new chocolate chip iced cap at Tim Hortons. Real chocolate chips blended into an iced cap for a sweet summer treat. It's Tim Hortons' frozen take on a cappuccino. And it just might be the best sound of summer. Hurry into Tim Hortons for the new chocolate chip iced cap. Limited time at participating restaurants. Just like here comes the brand new flavor. In a minute, man. Oh, feels so good to be back again. Ah, oh, boy. Where do I start, man? The first of all, welcome everybody. It's been a long time, and it? it's been about two, three months. I don't know. Um, but two, two chalk ain't dead. Just life kind of took over, and um, you get me. I'm back in the mix. I've been thinking about you lot a lot. I've been thinking about what to say. You know, like, there's loads of things I want to talk to you about. So much has happened. Like, um, I just... I think this might be one of these podcasts where things are up and down. Like, I might switch subjects a lot because there's so much to talk about. Yeah? <clears throat> but let me just say, do my normal introductions... Welcome to another show, True Talk. Um, when I big up everybody that's been messaging me saying, Dean, what's going on? Come on, bro, what's happening? And I, I don't know, there's no time really to say the right time, but I think this is the time now to talk and to express everything that's been going on, that's been going on in my mind and really just get it out there. When I big up management, when I big up Mr. Math, I'm gonna big up the countryman who who, who um, edits my shows and also been in my back about things. Wanna bring up wanna big up a um, up and coming new uh, business called DG Electro. Um, they're currently firing on um, eBay and Amazon for all your phones and electronics there also people anybody else that wants to me to big them up on the airwaves where we, we you know the the platform I'm, I'm on goes to different countries so um as well as england so you know if you need, need to get a shout out let me know i'll do it for you you gotta hit up my two chalk um what's up i did say that before but anyway let's let's just get into this man see like i said i might be going up and down Switching subjects because lots have been happening. So where shall I start? Alright, let's start with the obvious. Like this knife crime's coming back up again. This is gone berserk, right? And I've been trying to, you know, figure out what's actually going on. Why do you them going on like? Where's the parents like? But you, you know what I worked out yeah? It's not the parents' kind of fault, you know. And I'm going to explain myself, yeah? Just give me a second. 
It's not the parents' fault. It's the older age. It's the parents' parents. Cool, I notice is, right? People, some people, or no, people in general, yeah? We are all a product, a product of our environment, yeah? So, depending on how we grow up, not everybody has that discipline to kind of say, no, I'm not going to be like this, I'm going to be like that. Very few people actually come out of the madness that they're born into. You get what I'm saying? Even though we're born with free will, not everybody makes that choice to say, you know something, I'm not going to be involved with this, I'm going to be involved in that. It's like, it's like basically being born into a gangster family. Everybody gangsters. But you're the other one out. It's, you know how much discipline it takes for you to be like that. And strong-willed and confidence it takes for you to do that. you got to be very bold. And some people just ain't like that. So they just go with the flow. And I think, I'm beginning to think more and more because I've had a conversation with an older Ed. I said, would say a grandparent, yeah? And... I was amazed at how this woman approached a particular, a particular subject. Can't get into it, a bit personal. But I was amazed how this older woman approached the subject, yeah, and said what she said. And then, I, and then, and then her daughter is also going on the same way. And then she coming to tell me. <laughs> she coming to tell me, right, lads, guys, listen. She coming to tell me if her daughter's wrong, she will tell her. But in my mind, I'm thinking, raw, you're saying a madness. So if your daughter's saying a madness, how can you correct her? Because her wrong is right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't see nothing wrong in what she's saying or doing. In fact, this wrongness, this what she's saying and doing is coming from you. So how are you going to correct something if you're agreeing with How are you going to correct something wrong if you're agreeing with it? Do you see what I'm saying? And that's made me start, when I sat down and heard what this lady said, I had to kind of reflect on seeing all this knife crime going on. And I started thinking, wow, it's really the older Ed's fault because if the older Ed's are dealt with life properly, and discipline people properly and get things right properly, then then we wouldn't have children having children that are doing a madness. You see what I'm saying? And it kind of not that it's too late, but it's a it's 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 a lot of work to be done now to to get everybody on board to stop the rubbish because the old the older is supposed to be the general, supposed to be. The overseers, the outlookers, the defenders, the protectors, the discipliners. And they ain't done it properly. So they've passed on this slackness to a, to, to a generation. Who's now passed on the next set of slackness to the generation we got now that's reckless and wild and killing people to get stripes. Hmm? And recognition. Can't blame the parents, it's the grandparents, man. The older heads. That's what I think. Some of them older heads 
Didn't do it right. So you got children having children that's got no discipline in them at all. No one! The wrigglers. <laughs> if you not heard, and you got, I'm just so sorry that I can't share it with you because of the personalness in, involved here. But if you not heard what this woman said to me, you lot would have felt to yourself it's the older it's fault as well. Believe me! <laughs> you gotta laugh, man. Sometimes you just gotta laugh. It's not a laughing matter, but bloody hell. What can you do? Hmm? I never, because it's not ever, it's not all the old heads. You know what I mean? I grew up with some proper disciplined old heads where I couldn't step out of place. You know what I mean? I get I get put back in it, put, put back into place. You know, the, the parents that came over from Jamaica and Africa and kept up the them ways from home and come over here, I doubt you see any one of our kids out there or them. Well, I can't really say that, but I doubt anybody that's come up with a certain about discipline, they don't know no different, do they? So they're only going to pass from that discipline. So certain people's kids are not on road. I think... People say you never know this and that. Of course, of course. But I know certain time and night time, certain kids that got certain parents that got that discipline from their parents, they're in their yard. That's just the truth. That's what I think. That's facts. Because you can only parent, yeah, the way you've been parenting, unless it's a madness and abusive thing and all that. So we're not putting all that in there. But most people, like, for example, I'm a father. Yeah, and I get my mum and my dad, so I kind of take from both and and put on my and put that teaching on my child on my children. You see what I'm saying? So, and I think I'm doing a good job. I think my youth is not on road, but well, too young there. But I'm just saying, at a certain age, you know what I mean? They would never be on road. You see what I'm saying? Where some parents didn't install that in discipline. I think I think I might be offending some people, but I don't mean to. Yeah. Some parents didn't install certain disciplines. Yeah. So the child's come. And then that child had a child. And there's no discipline, there's no proper teaching. Obviously, there's no rule book to being a, a parent. Yeah, but there's certain fundamentals that none of these youths have. You see what I'm saying? Some disciplines that I don't think any people. Cause if they did, they wouldn't be. I don't. I just don't think they'd be. They'd be killing people. I think I'm stepping on a few toes there, but this is just my opinion. You see what I'm dealing with? Yeah. Anyway, that's that. That's that one done. Yeah. So I want to like share with you this 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 thing that happened to me the other day. Yeah. Game changing subject. I wasn't really expecting this one because this one come out of the blue. Yeah. So I'm in Westfield in Stratford, minding my own business. And I'm walking into the shopping centre now. And some people stop me. There's loads of people there. But some people stop me and goes, um, yeah. So they go, so hi, hi, have you heard of um uh what did they say? 
humans in New York? I said, no. I said, what's that about? Something that's apparently gone viral, but I never heard of it. So, they were stopping people and asking people in New York how they felt, felt about things. Had No, how they felt about living in New York. So I was like, okay, cool. And then it goes right, so this time around, we're doing things about spirituality. I said, is it? Like, everybody, they stop me. My person to stop still. <laughs> Trust me, that person to stop, because I got I just laid it down for the minute. I, start, so I went into it with them. And then they goes to so I started showing them a certain things, yeah. And then they goes to me, you know what, I would like to interview you. So I said, okay, cool. They ran me in the next day, interviewed me at London Bridge. And it was quite interesting, you know. When we actually started a, a, a discussion, and they all come from different denominations and stuff, but none of them knew what the Bible said. One guy said he was go church all the time, but they never actually got into the nitty gritty of the Bible, which I think is is, is weird. How are you, how are you gonna believe in something you don't know nothing about it? Are you, are you talking to you then? You see what I'm saying? And then. They didn't realise, like, this I found this was so shocking. They didn't realise, like, I know this, I'm not, this is not a racial comment, yeah? But they didn't realise Jesus is black, according to the Bible. They didn't realise, this is black people, you know, talking to me. They didn't realise that most of the te- most of the Old Testament, well, well, you don't really get to a Caucasian until you get to the New Testament, but most of the Old Testament, was are talking about black people they didn't realize that it, like because of all the pictures and everything that's out there they just thought ah oh, he's caucasian they didn't realize that a war was fought for us to have the king james bible everybody got something to say about king james bible but i just go and do history and work things out for myself in it so I thought, right, I was thinking, wow, I wonder how many, how much other people are um, going to church, reading the Bible, but don't really, not, not, not reading my book, going to church, and not knowing nothing about it. So I thought to myself, I might have to introduce some people to certain facts. First of all, guys, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm quite qualified to talk to you about these things, because I've been... I spent 18 years in the church, I think it was. I let, I became a junior minister. I was an intercessor. A nautical worker. And I was a head of a call worker. I led the men. Yeah. And I got... from For me to function in my uh, positions, yeah, I had to study. The Bible says I study to show yourself approved. And I learned some fundamentals... While I was while I was in the church, I learned. This is what I learned. Yeah, while I'm in the church, yeah, religion is absolute rubbish. That's the that's one of the things I learned in the church. All right, while I was there, religion is up. In fact, in fact, people, when you read the Bible, there's no, there's the Bible actually says to you, yeah, religion is folly, it's stupidness, it's rubbish. Yeah, it says. True and perfect religion 
is to widows orphan is to visit orphans and widows in their troubled time that's what the bible says about religion that achieves true and perfect religion so then you got to figure then you got to wonder so what's what's all this religious thing about so i just start to read now it's a very interesting story that people know about but i don't think they understand the intricate details yeah and one of these stories is when god moved uh israel out of egypt very interesting story when you like break it down it's interesting yeah they were supposed to walk out the world didn't it they supposed to walk out the world and get into the promised land but they kept on doing the madness so they kept on going around in circles in fact they spent 40 years in the, the desert warring they went to war hold on a minute do you know how can slaves know how to fight and dismissing man that been there for years and days born on the battlefield how's that happening yeah and and on top of things why are they going to war in the first place yeah all right then let me explain to you first of all the bible says god says that he will teach your fingers to war that's what he says the second thing right this is where you have to go into the history of things the mentality of them people at that time when they will go to war they will say things like right my god is going to give you into my hands yeah so it's a fascinating story because because when you read it even from the beginning in genesis the from the fall of man yeah from when man at the apple and started going on his own way god has been on a mission to re, re uh, what's the word i can use reconcile mankind back to him that's that's been his mission it's all there in the bible it's, it's how you understand things you, you have to i keep saying this and no one doesn't get it because people think i'm crazy when i say this yeah the things of god must be explained by god it's his book and he read it under the unction the bible says they read it under the hand under his unction so therefore his words come and tell me what it means so as you start to read the bible you start to see that wait a minute god is not into religion no 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 no. he's trying to re reconcile man back to him so what happened is now what's happening now they go to war 40 years they're warring and he's establishing himself he's letting the whole world know that the god of israel is the only true god come and come and worship him that's basically his his thing come and get to know him on them levels because look the israelites god is dismissing everybody remember their mentality was um if he, my god will give you into my hands yeah so god is into a relation he even says in there i'm closer to you than a brother yeah i'm your father i love you all these things here does not equate in any way shape or form religion in any way no matter how you want to package it because there's some people that they got some different type of lingo and mess up your head and try to show you that God is into religion he's not structure okay yeah but not a religious structure a structure under a relationship so there's things that they used to do go to the sabbath sabbath day and all them things and sacrifices and all that yeah 
it was certain structures for certain things for certain reasons. Yeah, but the bottom line was, yeah, you can read if you, you were to read up about ancient Israel, you will see that God was incorporated a part of their culture. That's not a religion, that's a relationship. You understand know what I'm saying? And you can see this now when we get to the book of Joshua. Yeah, Joshua sent two spies out. This I can go into this. This is gonna sound a bit funny, but I can go into this another time if you want to. If you want me to, Joshua sent two spies out to check out the promised land because they finally got to the promised land now. Yeah, and they're gonna take over the promised land. When they got in there, they went to the prostitute, the, the spies went to the prostitute place for a very good reason. I had to look this up as well because what are men of God going to prostitute place for? But remember, in the, the history shows you that in them times, when there was war and they sent in spies, they would always go to the prostitute place because men would get drunk and relax and chat, chat the business, isn't it? Chat, chat what was going on. So that's why they went in there. Anyway. When they went there, they the woman hid them and said, no, the woman found them and said, we know who you are. This, listen to what she said carefully. We know who you are. We know who your God is. You can see this in Joshua chapters 1 and 2. We know who your God is. And we know that your God has come to give you this land. And when we heard about it, all the men, great and small, yeah, um, for a week That's what it says in there She never said We know Your I don't know Seven day Venice Roman Catholic Pentecostal She never said nothing like that No denomination come out of her mouth She said We know who your God is You see what I'm dealing with So To me When I read the book the conclusion I've come to, and I think it's the right conclu conclusion under God, is that this whole religious thing is rubbish. And God is requiring us, or wanting, not requiring, wanting, would like, yeah, us to have a relationship with him and not a religious concept of him. Things make a lot more sense when that begins to happen. A lot more respect will come into play. A lot more, a lot more resolvement. A lot more badness will calm down. That is one of the things I was explaining to these people. Another thing I want to say, yeah, is that people about if you put line up churches right down to pastors and ask them who Jesus was, even though they read the Bible, again, you get about ten different answers, yeah. And the Bible is very clear on who Jesus is. Very clear. If you read the King James, it's very, very, very clear. But people got problems with it. They come up with all type of scenarios. <laughs> all type of things is going on. I don't know, man. You have to be careful when you read this book, you know, because you get confused. You got to read it with God. Again, you've got to read it, get a relationship, read it with him, ask him questions. He'll give you answers. Because he's alive, he's kicking you. The Bible said he spoke the world into existence. So he can speak to you, can't he? 
The Bible says he 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 made the air. Can he not hear? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I knew then what I know now, I give myself a souvenir. Yeah, right. So let's get back to who Jesus is now. Yeah. Now there's some situations that we need to. Well, well, not situation. We need to look at this. Like, like I said, people have a lot of things to say about this, but. It's right there in the Bible, and I'm going to give you some scriptures to go look at yourself, if you feel so, yeah? Because you have to do your own, you have to do your own readings and understandings, yeah? Sorry. Who is Jesus? Would the real Jesus stand up, please? Okay? Okay. Let's, let's look at this now. Is Jesus God? This is one of the questions that came up in this meeting that I had with these people. And again, they didn't know. They 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 didn't know. When I told them Jesus is God, everybody started looking at each other, thinking this guy's crazy. <laughs> but the Bible tells you he is God in flesh, and I'm going to tell you about it now. If you read the King James, because and there's a big reason why I say you got to read the King James because. James is the man, man. Trust me. That the King James was a war was fought over for you to have that book. That book's got history behind it. Don't matter how they try and mess it up and whatever. They try to come up with their own other and the own other um books and all that. Yeah, but the King James is what you need to read, right? So let's listen to the King James now. In I'll do it off my head because I ain't got a thing in front of me. In Isaiah 9 verse 6, yeah, I think it's 9 verse 6, right? If it ain't 9 verse 6, I'm gonna, by the end of the show, I'll tell you exactly where it is, right? But I'm sure it's Isaiah 9 verse 6, right? It says, unto us, a son will be given. You have to work out, because it's like, the Bible can come across like it's written in a non-linear way. So, everything seems like the middle and ending and, and, the, and beginning are not in the places it should be so it's like you have to look at take things take put the pieces together to see what kind of picture the bible is actually painting and it i i agree with how it's done because it, it does kind of make you have to go and talk to god and ask questions but anyway let's, let's listen to this yeah unto us the son will be given we will know him as everlasting father mighty god Prince, Prince of Peace. Everybody takes that one out and throws it in my face. See, 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 Prince of Peace. How can he be good? Okay. Forget about that first thing that he gets talked about. And he goes, on, oh, no, no, no. He paints that picture of you. It's, it's the oldest my eyes out. When we get to um, New Testament, we come to... We come to Matthew. Yeah, Matthew chapter... One, I think, verse 23. It says, Unto us. No, it says something like, uh, Yeah, unto her son, a son will be given, and we will know him as Emmanuel. Emmanuel is in, is translated God with us. That's what Emmanuel, Emmanuel translates. That's what the meaning of Emmanuel, Emmanuel means God with us. Yeah? So we come from my heavenly father to mighty God. Prince of Peace, where, 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 to now they break it down now. New Testament, where they're saying now, 
We're going to be giving a child a son. His name is going to be Emmanuel, which, which is translated God with us. Everybody follow me. That's great. So now we go to John. This is another scripture. Yeah? That breaks this down for you. Now we go to John 1 verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Let's go again. In the beginning was the Word. You won't see this in much other Bible. Some other Bible say, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was. No, the word was with God. No, the word was a God. Sorry. So in the, yeah, some Bibles say in the beginning was the word, and the word was a God. Yeah, but King James says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And then it says, and then it says, in John chapter one verse fourteen, and the word member. The word that remember the Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Yeah, the word that was with God, and that was God now, has become flesh and dwelt amongst us. That's what Isaiah that was that was what John 1, verse 1 and John 1, verse 14 explains. The word was God, yeah, in John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 14 And the word took on flesh And dwelt amongst us Who did that? Hmm? The Bible goes on to say I can't remember the scripture So I don't want to say it But I'm not, it does say this It says um, The Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost Are one in heaven I don't know how much clearer We need to get it Jesus was God in flesh on earth. He spoke as a man and at God. At, sorry, he spoke as a man and as God, sometimes in the same breath. I hope that I'm hope I made a little bit more sense to you there. I hope that clears up a lot of things. You can go and read it for yourself. You can go and check it out. I spent years looking at this thing, and it's right there in the Bible. Yeah. Another thing now, we got we got we got to conquer this now, yeah. Now, this is not an issue for well, this wouldn't have been an issue for the people in the old days, yeah. But because we live in a racist world now, racist society, this has become an issue, yeah. So, what is the colour of God? Well, Let's have a look at this. In Revelations, God in his glory, yeah, he described as someone of colour. His hand and his feet are burnt like brass. Head and hair white like wool. When he says head and hair, his head on his head and his beard. Yeah? It's white like wool. Eyes like fire. That's what he says in the Bible in his glory. So how he looks normally in God form. Yeah. Okay then. So let's look at how Jesus must have been black. Then let's let's look in let's look at this. How did God was he white? Was he Caucasian? What's going on? Okay, so let's look at this, yeah. So this God that was black, yeah, the according to what Revelation says, 
in Genesis it says that he made a man after his own image and likeness. So to me, he made a black man. Yeah, but okay. Let's look into this a bit more. The Bible says that God made the garden and formed that garden. So we go look at this. I know this is sounding probably going to sound very silly, but you have to look at this metaphor. Yeah, from the garden that He made, He built up man. When I look at a garden, yeah, I only see dark dirt. I've never seen a garden with all type of fruits and this that any other going on, and it's any other color dirt ground but black not only that the description of where god made the garden yeah can only be africa from the description of where he made it from what it says the river nile and all them things there and ethiopia it mentioned it says that from the garden is a river that runs and surrounds the whole of ethiopia and I've been inquiring that, that there is a river that surrounds apparently. That it must it talks about like basically what I'm gonna say to you is it talks about the Bible talks about black areas around the Garden of Eden. Yeah? So that can only be Africa. So from my understanding, from what I'm looking at when I look in Africa, Jesus Adam, sorry, must have been black, yeah? So then we gotta look at the bloodline. Now, if you look at the bloodline, remember these people never wasn't allowed to intermarry. Yeah, some of them did, but like Moses married Ethiopians, and some people didn't like that, but he did. Yeah, but anyway, if you follow the bloodline, but you can see that in, I think it's a it is Matthew chapter one. There's 28 generations, yeah? From Adam to Moses to David all the way down to, to Jesus. It's one bloodline. So if Adam is black and he didn't too tough intermarry, and when he did intermarry, it was from the other nations around him that were black, then this bloodline coming down must be a black bloodline. So when we get to Jesus, he must have been black, as far as I'm concerned, yeah? So there is a history about these other paintings that they got of Jesus, but we're not going into that right now. I'm going to show you some facts right here that Jesus must have been black. There you go. You can look it all up if you like. Let me know what you think in the morning. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, 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 you have to understand, right? God is not a racist, neither is the devil, actually. There are two things God and the devil have in common, Yeah. They're not racist and they're not sexist. They just want you. You understand? They just... One of them wants to love and look after and care for you. The other one wants to just put you in hell. Because he hate you. passionately hates you. Yeah, that's what... That's what. That's what's going on there. So... I don't know what everybody thinks about that. But there you go. They're, they're sitting there nice. So. Um... I want to talk. I want to. Alright, I'm changing subjects again. About there's about three subjects now. Changing subjects again now. Yeah. Alright, I got. I got. I got. I really got to do this. I'm very sorry. I got to do. This. I got to big up all of the man them. Yeah. 
that is having drama with their baby mums. Need to big you up. Seriously. It's not easy, is it, guys? It's just not easy. Especially the man that really have good intentions to look after their kids. Or to just, yeah, just look after the kids, be there for the kids. And the mother of their child is using the kid as a, a pawn. Because of her upsetness towards you. It's really crazy, isn't it? So big up, lads. Trust me, you're not alone. There's many, there's many, there's many out there going through the same thing. And this trial and tribulation you're going through is not unique to you. There's plenty of people out there probably going through worse than you. You understand what I'm dealing with? I want to give you some advice. I think, personally, these people want you to lose your temper and do a madness so they can have one over you. You, you know, I've got... I'm into films a lot. I, I write and direct films. I've got a couple. I've got, I got, um, we got one in production coming up soon. Yeah, it's called Unscript. All right. And uh, what I'm saying to you, I've noticed, yeah, that No, no, it's this one. I can't lose my. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Can't lose my thought. This is what I'm gonna say. I love you know Scarface. I don't have a favorite film. I have got many favorite films, but this scene in Scarface is my favorite scene ever. I can quote it word for word. He's in the scene here when when he's drunk in the restaurant. Yeah, and he gets mad. Can't remember what he vexed about, but he gets, he gets drunk and he and he goes. You people, you need people like me. So you can hide and point your finger and say, that's the bad guy. I love it. Then he says, then he says, you people wish you were like me. Yeah? No, yeah, yeah, he says, that's what he says, isn't it? So, yeah, he says, he says, you people, you people, you people are scared. You need people like me. So you can point your finger and say, that's the bad guy. Hmm? You see, you people, you lie. You know how to lie and hide. With me, I don't have that problem. Even when I lie, I'm telling the truth. So he says, Say goodnight to the bad guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna get it played, so you can fully get what he's saying. That's why I'm gonna play after this. At the end of the show, listen. And I think that's the problem, lads. Let's go through it. We're out doing our thing, and we've been honest and truthful and real. Some of us. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to the deadbeats, man. I don't care about that. That bun you look. <laughs> real talk, man. Every youth need their father. Every youth need their mother. You get me? But the man that are that doing their thing, like they're having it hard, isn't it? They're having it really hard. But guys, you know, you have to, you have to, you have to take that one on there. Yeah? They need people like us. 
so they can point their finger and say that's the bad guy where they're hiding and making they're hiding and going like it's all about you but the youth they make stupid you know they go up and see everything that's going on all you gotta do bruv you just keep it tidy just keep it tight. don't lose your temper Okay, now my girlfriend says to me, my girlfriend, my girlfriend said to me the, the other day, she goes to me, um, you gotta be prepared to kick a hornet's nest. And when you kick a hornet's nest, the bees are gonna come out and sting you. The hornet's gonna come out and sting you. But just remember this, they can only sting you once. You understand? Sometimes she goes to me. Sometimes you have to lose a battle to win the war. You get me? It ain't about always going down the going down the, down the house and kicking off the door out of frustration and doing whatever. Even though you're in your right to do so. But you know what they do when that happens? They hide. They don't show you. They don't show anybody what they what happened to cause you to come down they're hiding listen to me bruv listen to me i'm trying to help you they're hiding they're pointing their fingers they need you to get little excitement in their life in fact brother they don't want you to go nowhere they want you to be on the same level as them see what i'm saying so what you gotta do bruv Get up in the morning, fix up yourself, fix up your life. Just keep it moving. And then you then will come back, man. Any chance you get, go and check them. When they take the start of their tubeness, well, they don't exist, do they? I thought you got to be. They just don't exist. You understand me? And just be good. Better yourself. You owe it to yourself to be better, my brother. You understand? You owe it to yourself to be better. So, yeah, man. Sometimes you got to lose the war. They lose the battle, not the war. Lose the battle to win the war. But good luck, bro. It's all good. If you don't, if you don't have faith, I suggest you try talking to God and getting some because sometimes. You know, when it's like doom and gloom, you kind of you start to feel, boy, what's, it's, all, it's all gone, man. It's all, not going to work out for me. But if you have faith, yeah, if you get to know God, there's a level of peace. That, and it's true, the Bible talks about this, right? There's a level of peace that passes all understanding that you will get. When you're supposed to be doom and gloom in the dumps, you've got this peace and this joy. The Bible also says, joy comes from above. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, man. The religion don't work. Relationship. When you start going through the tough time, let me tell you what religious people do. When you start going through the tough time, don't believe me, try it. Because they all live in their airy fairy bubble. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> because they live in their airy fairy bubble. When you start to go through some drama, go to them. I guarantee you, all they're going to do is quote scripture to you yeah that's not what you need what you need is 
to know how to apply that scripture to your situation. Do you know they've done this in in the the, the, the um in the Bible? There's a book called Job, J O B. Some people say Job, but it's Job. He's been asked Job, yeah. Job was a very wealthy man, a man of stature. Yeah, cut a long story short, he lost everything. Children and all sorts was going wrong. It was going wrong. Even the wife said, why don't you just cuss God and die? But Job never done it. He was grieved. He was very highly grieved. But he never done it. And while he was there, yeah, the religious people come. And come sit with him. Trying to encourage him. And you know how they encouraged him, these idiots. You know how they encouraged him? Job. But didn't you say... The Lord thus saved the Lord. And didn't you say, and doesn't this say that? And doesn't, to one day, right, Job just says, shut up. Don't chat to me. Yeah, he actually says, hush and keep your peace. But that's what it means in our language today. Yeah, he told them to quiet themselves. Because it doesn't work like that. The Bible says, wherever you go, I go. You get understand? Ever take hold of God's hand and go through the hills and the valleys and get to know him and know that whatever bad situation comes your way, God says he will turn it around into good. No religion can ever teach you that. No religion tells you that it, it will stick closer to you than a brother. That's oh, what God says though. God says, I'll sit closer, I will stay, I will, I will stick closer to you than above. You take one step, I'm taking ten. I got you, bruv. That's what God's saying, I got you. You understand me? So forget all the religious stuff. Pick up your Bible and get to know him. The King James, I keep telling everybody. I'll get into that another day. A war was fought for you to get that, for you to have that. King James people, King James, bruv, pray and go. There's a song out there that I like this lady, what she says, she says, um, she's using prayer to win. Psalm 35. Sometimes you got to pray them prayers, man. <laughs> Psalm 35, Psalm 23, Psalm 91. Get involved. God, take out your shield and butler. Buckler, I think. I can't, I can't, I can't even pronounce the name. What word? I think shield and something, girls. I can't remember. Nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Hmm? Big, this is big, this is big psalms, though. Big words. <laughs> A thousand shall fall at thy side, 10,000 at thy right side, but no harm shall come to thee. Brother, you got to know when they're coming at you, they're coming at you from all sides. There's one next one that says, right? There's the next one that says, um, they will, they, will, they will come at you one way and free and flee in many. You understand? Sometimes you got to know God is your defender, God is your strength. God is your everything. He's your protector, man. But you just got to keep it tidy, bruv. Don't let them rattle you, man. 
jail jail is not your your place it's not for you it wasn't meant for you don't let them rattle you but keep it calm smile my girlfriend also says kill them with honey hi how you doing you right today yep great when they they don't know they're not gonna know what to do with themselves No, but seriously, I really do. Um, my heart really does go out to the guys that that are really trying, and the the mother of their child has gone off stupid. Nothing lasts forever, guys. Nothing lasts forever. There's always there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Always. Trust me. So yeah, guys, that's it, man. I hope I've made sense. I hope I've covered a lot. Of things. I've covered a lot of things. I hope um, you heard me on everything I've said. Um, I'm one of them people, you know. Like I don't talk for the sake of talking. I really try to get a message across when I talk. And I really try to. Uh, get people's attention on things that are important. And everything I kind of said today was important in one way or another. See, religion, right, has come to control you mentally. Put you in a box so you can't go nowhere unless someone says so. Relationship said, says, I'll put you on top of the mountain. Do you see what I'm saying? Come and take up my come and take up my yoke. How do you say? I can't remember how he puts it, but God says, "Come and take up my burdens; they are easy." Yeah, so God says, "Come and take up my burdens; they're easy." You have to remember when God put man in the garden, life was easy only when he fell. But it doesn't mean man can't ever get back to that easiness. We can. We just need to form a relationship, not a religious concept of God. And I think it's important because many people are actually living a life thinking they're living uh, the right way. And I'm not trying to be insultive in any way, but if the Bible says religion is rubbish itself, only true and perfect religion is... is, is, is um. Visiting widows and orphans in their trouble in their troubles time. Where does all the other stuff come from? <laughs> Jimmy, where does all this stuff come from? I like to keep it simple. I'm dealing with God and that's it. Yeah. Once you start to see that religion that relationship overwhelms religion, things become a lot clearer, actually. Very, very clear. Supersonic. Eyes wide open. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, with the lads 